plan. Stop looking at your business like this hobby, like this small business, like this side hustle, and actually put your focus into your business. Map out what are your posts for the week? What are your systems? What does your launch calendar look like? And in the moment, it might feel kind of arbitrary, like, why am I doing this? But when you're focused and intentional, universe will hear you. You're serious. And when you see the results from being intentional in your business and planning it, you'll be like, why wasn't I doing this before? Why wasn't it happening? Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I'm so pumped you are here. Gosh, we're only a couple days away from Christmas, and I hope that you have an incredible holiday if you celebrate it. I hope you take time to connect with friends and family, but this podcast does not stop, and I know that boss queens in their life do not stop with their goals, so today you're just going to get lit up with some fire, some absolute fire to get you pumped about your business, to give you some new strategies in how you market your business online and tons of inspiration from the one and only Bridget James Ling. Now, Bridget has been on the podcast before. She is a former client and she has just blossomed into this massive, successful boss babe. And I want to read you her bio so you know what she specializes in. So Bridget is a business and manifestation mentor that helps women build online businesses so they can be their own boss, work by the beach, and make a massive fucking impact. After quitting her life-draining nine-to-five job in New York City, she set off to travel the world and scale an online business by using social media and manifestation. Like, hello, I want that too. In less than a year, Bridget has made over $140,000, traveled to eight countries, worked with companies like Airbnb and Selena and hosted a sold out business retreat in Costa Rica. Um, That's where I got to speak and see her just like a week or two ago. Her clients have quit their nine to five jobs, made over 10K in their businesses and are now scaling to six figures. So if you want to scale your online business and manifest freedom, Bridget is totally your girl. And I'm going to link all of her uh, accounts and websites and everything to this to this uh, show notes. So you guys buckle up, truly get your notebook out because there are so many awesome tips and tools and things that you are absolutely going to love. And before we jump in, one more quick thing. I just got to give a shout out to Gypsy Mountain Mama, who left a five-star rating and review. Thank you, girlfriend. She says, Sam, I just listened to the 12-1 podcast and I've listened to several other episodes in the past few weeks. You do such a beautiful job from your intro to the close, your questions, comments in between. You're a true professional and force for good, sister. I love this show and I'm hooked. Cheers to living a life full out. Thank you 
you so much for your review. And you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast and it resonates and it's serving you, please leave a rating and review. It really helps us on iTunes. So with that, I'm going to let Bridget take it away. I know that every time I start these, I'm like, oh my God, we've got this amazing guest. But like today, holy effing, oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Bridget, you are actually the first person that has ever done a double interview on the podcast. And the reason I'm so excited to have you here is because you've blossomed into this like magical unicorn. You were always a unicorn, but what I feel like I've seen in you is that you've rediscovered the truth of who you are. And so the last time you were here, you were a coach, you were building your life, but like now you fully own, you are freedom seeker, digital nomad, business and manifestation mentor. Like you are, you are your future self. Like you have become her. And I'm so excited for you to share your knowledge and expertise and the, and the information that you've gained over the last year, two years, because you've done some incredible things. And I, I'm just freaking pumped. Cause I know that today is going to be full of tangible tips that women can implement today. So thank you for being here. Oh my God. I'm like, my heart is beating. I'm like feeling my fairy wings come out. I'm like, I could just cry. My eyes are watering. I'm so excited, Sam. Uh, you know, it's like, we know everyone talks about like people come into your life at certain times for certain things. And I like 1000% believe we have had past lives together. We've had multiple lives together. And in this life, we got to come together as mentor and mentee, and you've become a business partner. You become a friend and we just got done your incredible mastermind retreat in Costa Rica. And we're both vibing high off of all of that energy. And I want to get that all over our podcast audience, that diva queen out there who is ready, who is looking for those tangible tips to scale, to grow, to build her business. So what I would love for you to start with is, can you talk to me about this idea of strategy versus feel good? And what happens to women in the business space? Oh my gosh, this is so, so, so important for those of you that are out there that you want to become your own boss and maybe you've just started and you want to grow this online business, but you have no idea what the hell to do. And so the reason why like, you need to have your pen and paper, or if you're driving, like put this in your phone or pull over and take notes. It's so important because women are constantly fed online these podcasts that don't actually move the needle for them. I know that you're big on like actions that are going to move the needle in your life, or they're given books that are all about feel how to feel good, how to feel it, you know, put it into your body, how to align your energy. And that's amazing. That is so great. I, I love that for us as women and, and being a feminine creative entrepreneur. But what I started to find as I was growing my business in the beginning is that women are not fed the materials that say, here's how to make money online. And I discovered this in Mexico when uh, my boyfriend and I were living together in Mexico. And I, I was listening to his content and his content was literally like, post this on the internet, create this funnel. And I was like, why, why am I not hearing this type of material? 
And so essentially it's been my mission to create strategies for women to know what to post online, know how to sell, sell in the feminine and the masculine and actually make some money while feeling really, really good. So yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We could be done right now. Like that's it. We're good. Um, but I, I think you're totally right. I, I know that a lot of clients is this idea of like waiting till something feels aligned to take action. And my, it was, it's one of my pet peeves because if you're doing something that's new, that's out of your comfort zone, it's not going to feel in alignment because that's new for you. And so it is going to be uncomfortable. You are going to meet resistance. And in that moment, do you do it anyway? Yeah. Or do you wait for like the perfect moon, the perfect cycle, the perfect, this, the perfect, that, that like there is no perfect. And I love that you really balance this masculine and feminine energy. So can you talk about, I know that you've trained on this, um, idea of systems and setting yourself up for success. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm definitely a creative entrepreneur. And I'm assuming that if you know, Sam, you're also a creative person and you also want to manifest this amazing life in all areas. But it's so important that you have systems and strategies in place to support you for when life is throwing you challenges, for when shit hits the fan, or maybe you're just like sad. (laughs) Maybe you're just sad and you want to cry today. So it's important that you know these systems. So some of the systems that I use in my business are how to get leads. This is great whether you're selling a product or a service. You need to know how are you getting leads into your business? How are you getting customers? people that actually want to buy from you. So many people are throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping that that post is going to make them money, hoping that that DM outreach strategy is going to make them money, hoping that they can just think about it and it's going to bring them clients. And that's just not going to work. So one of the systems you need to figure out is how are you getting leads into your business? Leads, how are you getting customers in? This doesn't mean that they buy. It just means they're in the door. They're in the house with you. The next thing you need to figure out is how are you actually going to sell to those customers? What is the type of content that you share on your social media that's going to make your ideal customer say, I need that. I need to buy that today. Where is the link? And then the other system you need in your business is customer delivery or client delivery, because I work in service-based most of the time, is how are you getting them the products? Are they satisfied with them? How are you delivering your service to your clients? Like, are they having buyer's remorse? Do they pay for your coaching program? And then all of a sudden they're like, shit, I don't want this. If that's happening to you, it's likely that you have a poor system in in your client delivery process. And the reason why these three systems are so critical is because they are something you can outsource. These systems are something you can give to your virtual assistant. You can give to your business ops manager. You can give to your co-coach and they still run from you. They still run the business for you, even when you're having a bad day, even when you don't feel like posting on social media. And so those, those are my top three. It's so good. It's so good. So can you talk about hiring? And what, what that experience has been for you? (laughs) Yes. I'm so glad you asked that. So right when I started my business, I started making 10 K relatively quickly and I needed to hire a VA. And so I didn't have any of these systems in place. And so I hired this VA online 
And within 24 hours of her being my virtual assistant, she emailed me saying, ma'am, I cannot do this position. It is so overwhelming. And it wasn't that I was a bad boss or that I was a bad CEO. The truth is, is that I didn't have systems in place to hand over to her for her to say, okay, here's step one to get a lead. Here's step two to turn them into a customer. Here's step three to onboard them as a client. So I, she left and I really had a, <laughs> a reckoning moment with myself and I started creating systems. And now I have, uh, I have an amazing virtual assistant who finds me leads every single day, who helps me with the onboarding process. My clients love my virtual assistant. She's like a part of the family. And I also have a co-coach. So not only do I have my virtual assistant, but I have someone that can take off some of the client delivery aspects. Whereas in the beginning of the business, it was just me. And I had to be on all the time. And this really helps me leverage my time and also give my clients a different experience outside of the work that I do as well. Mm, so juicy, so juicy. And because of this, you've been able to scale your business to over six figures in less than a year, like less than a year, you are over six figures. Like it's incredible. So when you first hired the VA and even the co-coach, did you feel ready? Were you like, I'm ready to hire someone or what was that experience? No, no, but I was definitely more prepared than when I hired my first VA and she quit within 24 hours. I was more prepared in a sense where I had a deep knowing of where I was going. And I say that because I actually in my business wasn't really making, I was making good money. But when I hired my co-coach, I was a little afraid that I was going to lose money that my profits were going to go down. Oh no, now I have to pay myself, pay my VA and this co-coach and make more sales and do client delivery. So I had to take a risk there. I had to take a jump into this unknown of, is this co-coach going to help me scale or is it actually going to put me into the negative in my business? And so that was a, that was a risk. I definitely wasn't ready, but I had to trust and go with that deep knowing that I know where I'm going and I don't want to burn out. And so the future version of me that has a seven figure business would hire the co-coach and figure it out along the way. Mm. So, so I just saw this meme recently and I'm going to totally butcher it, but it was like signing up for entrepreneurship is basically like expanding your work into your spiritual self, or it's like something about basically you're going to do shadow work and you're going to come come up against all of your edges when you decide to be a business owner. And I love that because I'm like, yeah, it literally highlights everything that's not working in your life. And I'm curious for you, how many times did you have to fail in order to create this? Like you talked about like the quote unquote failure and I'm, I know I'm use the word failure, but like the quote unquote failure of your first VA. But can you actually talk about the things that you had to work through and move through? Because from the outside, people are going to be like, oh, Bridget was an overnight success. She just made six figures. She got lucky. And I know that that's actually not the truth. Yeah. Yeah. There were so, and I'm like smiling right now just because I love being around you and talking with you, but there were so many times where it was not like this. 
in, in the very beginning, when I first quit my nine to five, I booked the one month trip to Costa Rica, which turned into like travel the world. I was crazy. I was like a squirrel, insane squirrel. So many tabs open, YouTubing how to get clients, looking at other, trying to copy other people online, not living in my authenticity, consuming a lot of negative people. And about this time last year, before I actually launched my coaching program, I found myself in a place of total despair. I somehow got into this apartment in Costa Rica where it was just not my vibe. It was not living an abundant mindset. There were like scorpions in my closet. It was really dark. And I found myself in a freezing cold shower on my hands and knees sobbing. There was no hot water. It was, it was crazy. And I, it, yeah, I was in just a really, really, really dark place. Absolutely miserable. And I had this moment with myself where I was like, this is not it. This is not what I meant for. And I took it very seriously. It was kind of like my life was on the line. Like, are you going to go back to New York city and just get a job and give up? Or are you going to take that risk and listen to that deep inner knowing of that you're meant for more? So I literally rolled up my sleeves kind of like there is a part of entrepreneurship where you do need to roll up your sleeves and have that like are you really in this are you actually in it for the long term or is this just a fun thing for you so obviously i took the like i'm in it for the long term i'm freaking doing this, this is a sign from god and in the beginning once i made that first commitment i made my first 5k month and it was that shift that allowed me to realize, okay, all I really need to do is just take this seriously. And through that is where I started to get more focused. I started to hire the right mentors. I started to surround myself with even more successful people. And it, it took some time for sure. And there were many more moments it, and, you know, when I started making money that I was still in the shower sobbing, thinking what the hell is happening, but it started to get easier. And in the earlier half of this year, I had, while I was building my business, a couple other side hustles and money coming in. I had a couple other ones. I was doing some like online events for my computer while building the business at the same time. And it was really cushy. And I realized that I was treating it kind of like a job. And so I pulled the plug on it. And I remember that day telling them I could no longer do this for extra cash. And I realized that in order to feed myself, pay for my New York City apartment, my house in Costa Rica, and run my business, it was up to me. And that was really scary. It was really scary. I could not eat. I could not pay my bills, anything, unless I post it on social media. <laughs> and yeah, that was a scary moment, but still, still took that leap and went for it anyways. Yeah. And I think that the risk is everything. And that's, that's the big thing that stops people from a mindset standpoint taking risks is not quote unquote safe. It's not healthy for us. And what we're conditioned to do is stay safe. 
We're conditioned to be in our comfort zone. We're conditioned not to take risks. And that's from like an evolutionary biological mindset place. However, what I know to be true about every woman who listens to this podcast is that she wants more than the basic. She wants more than mediocre. She wants more than what everyone else has. And in order to have more, exactly what you said, you've got to be more, you've got to expand your mindset. So I love that you brought up community. I love that you brought up mentors. I love that you brought up all of those things because they truly do help you up level. When I hear people complain about where they are in life, I'm like, okay, what are you reading? What are you listening to? Who are you talking to? And have you invested in yourself? And if you can't, don't have anything to show for that, then boo, there's no ownership. And I love that you talk about ownership. It is up to you, Hmm. which could be like the most amazing thing ever. Like, yes, it's up to me. Or it could be the most terrifying thing of like, oh fuck, it's up to me. And taking out that back door is everything, is everything. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. You get to have both sides of that, of like, it's up to me and it's up to me. And you like, you still get to do it. You still get to have both, even with the doubt, even with the fear, like, yeah. Yeah. So you've talked about like your abundance and your living space and things like that. Can you talk about, um, tips for increasing your abundance, whether it's abundant mindset, money, et cetera. Most of my money goes to my housing. Well, of course, also reinvesting it into my business and myself. But if I'm talking about expenses, most of it goes to my housing. Because when I was in that house in Costa Rica with the scorpions in my closet and the dingy lighting and the like nasty furniture, my bank account was like this, like nothing was in my bank account. And when I started to shift into that and started living in really nice places, my bank account increased. Because when you're in an environment that's constricting, that's gross, that's nasty. You become constricted, gross, and nasty. Like that's just the truth of it. Yes. And so now most of my, you know, my expenses are in my housing and I will not live in anything less than, and to some people with a fixed mindset, that will sound like, oh, well, she's just la-di-da. No, we were literally meant to live abundant lifestyles. When I first came back to Costa Rica this time, we got an Airbnb that we just didn't love whatsoever. And so we left the Airbnb and we went and got this beautiful penthouse um, in our building here. And I, I like doubled my income that month because I was in a place where I felt spacious and beautiful. And obviously it, it showed up that way on social media as well. And then other things that I do is I spend a lot of time dancing and taking up space. That's like my woo-woo side of just like moving, dancing, um, being outside a lot, a lot of time in the sun, a lot of time being around trees. And then of course, being around people that are abundant. I know you talk a lot about this and this is one of the reasons I was so attracted to you as a coach and, and always am is because you have this abundant mindset that just radiates space and love and like support for other women for them to raise the bar and expectation of what's possible for them so now I do this thing where if someone's giving me advice and they don't have what I want I I don't take it (laughs) 
I don't listen to them. If you don't have what I want, I'm not going to listen to you. And you can take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, there, there is some good constructive feedback within those conversations, but I don't listen to people with negative mindsets. I will literally shift my body language so that I'm not even receiving, you know, wherever they're coming from. Um, and I also don't argue with them. I don't care. I don't have to prove to any, you know, prove anything to anyone. And so being around people with abundant mindsets is the key. Mm. There's 8 million things in there, but I'm curious for you, when did you feel the shift in your business going from, oh gosh, I got to make this work. And I'm a little unsure to now, like you fully own what you're capable of and you own your magic and your special sauce. Was there a specific shift? Did you wake up one day and go, oh my gosh, I've made it. Or did something happen where you're like, oh no, I've actually got this. What was that journey for you? I was in Panama and I decided to create a freebie and a funnel. And I learned all of these materials from these like really, really masculine men marketers. And rather than pushing that away, I just absorbed it, learned how to do the funnels, learned how to create a freebie that converts. And I started to get into action, action. I started to do the actual work. And then that's where the unfocused, unmotivated squirrel brain started to fall away because I could see the results from my action appear. I could see, I create freebie, my ideal client opts in, I get a client. So it was no longer this like out there thing of like, I hope I get a client today. It was like freebie client. And then what happened is, is I did seven sales calls in a row and everyone told me no, or someone would tell me, tell me yes. And they ghosted me. Uh, and it was in this moment where finally, after failing so many times doing so many bad sales calls, someone said, yes. And they paid him full. And I was like, I can do this. And then I just kept repeating those actions, literally rinse and repeat, repeated the strategy. And I got more clients and I realized, okay, I can always bet on myself. And, and so ever since then, it's just like, okay, sister, you know what you need to do? Post here, do this, create the offer, get on a sales call. Mm, you can bet on yourself. Like, that is key. And that circles back to the people that are going to be the dream stealers, the haters, the like mom who really wants you to be successful, but she has no idea what the fuck you're doing. So she's going to tell you not to do it because she's terrified for you and betting on yourself, trusting yourself, trusting your gut, trusting your higher self, trusting in your God source spirit that like you got this. Yeah. Oh, so good. So you mentioned like woo-woo. Can we talk a little bit more about the spiritual side of entrepreneurship? Because we've talked about the business. We talked about the systems and the structures and the action and the doing. Yes. What does the spiritual side look like for you? Because you started out as a manifestation coach and that for most people feels like very out there. Like what is manifestation? You mean I can say something and like, it just will appear. And what does that look like for you? Yes. Yes. So I definitely use a strategy. I always have the strategy in place. And I also do crazy shit in my household. That doesn't mean I have like weird rituals or things that are different from most people. But I ultimately trust every single time I show up on social media, every single time I have a launch, I'm going to make a massive impact right now. I am going to make a fuck ton of money. 
I'm just, just going there. I hope we can curse. Um, I trust and I know that I'm the creator of my reality. And so being so, I get to make a lot of money. I get to travel the world. I get to live in luxury buildings. I One of my most favorite manifestation business stories is when I was making 10K months consistently, I was like, okay, I'm ready for 20K months. I can do this. And I put up all my post-it notes on my wall with all the clients and my income goals. I looked at every day and I would do this crazy dance ritual in front of it every morning. I'd be like, yes, it's happening, God. And, or I'd be in my shower, like it's happening, like crying. And I remember talking to God one day about the $20,000 launch. And I was like, when this happens, I have no idea how it's going to happen, but when it happens, I'm going to believe that I can build a very, very long-term successful business and that magic is real, that God is real, universe is real, which in some people's minds, that might be kind of backwards, but I don't care. In the moment, that's what I said. And God universe was like, okay, here, <laughs> here's your $20,000 launch. And it ended up being more than that. And it wasn't until a few weeks after that, $20,000 launch, right? Remembered that I had that conversation with God of saying, when I do this, I'm going to believe that magic universe, mystical lands are real. And so now I just use that manifestation strategy every time it's going to happen for me, regardless of what's going on in my life. Ugh, it's going to happen. I had a friend say to me, Cause, cause I feel the same way. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to make a fuck ton of money. Like I'm cool where I'm at, but I know that there's so much more. And I know that there's so much more, not just in the money space, but in the impact with my business, in the depths of the relationships that I have, like I'm calling in a soul baby at some point. I don't know when she's going to come through, but like all of these things, like I know that there's this massive life that is unfolding as we speak. And my friend Jules, she was like, well, Sam, it's already happened. Like it's already happened on another timeline. And now you're just like moving through your your life to get to that timeline. So call that timeline in. And that's how you collapse timelines by believing it's already happens. Like the partner's already on its way. The baby's on its way. The money's on its way. The client's on its way. Like all of the things that you need to have the thing you want is already happening. And yes. I just absolutely loved that. Yes. yes. I love it. Can we, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I made me think, I remember at the beginning of my business, I would tell everyone I had this massive business and, and that's what you're talking about. Like I just said, I had the massive business and so it was, so it became that I believed it and it happened. Well, and you posted something recently that I love that I really think is important. Cause I know we have a lot of women business owners, but we also have a special niche of network marketers and network marketers are like classically said, Oh, it's a side hustle, a side hustle. And you had this post that's like, stop calling your business, a small business on like, it was like black Friday or something. Stop saying it's a side hustle. Like give it the power that it has. And I freaking love that. And I feel like we need to share that. But what I would love for you to share is some specific tangible, um, advice for posting on social media for women in business. What are they posting? What's going to be most effective for them? Okay. Amazing. I love tangible, uh, tangible tips. So the first thing is never worry about going viral. Never worry about going viral. I have, I post all the time. It gets like 200 to 300 views and I still make cash money from these posts. Yes. Don't worry about the numbers. Worry about the people that are engaging with your posts. 
The second thing is, is that you want to post problem solving content. So many people on the internet are posting like inspirational content and that just doesn't fly anymore. Instagram really is a place. It's like a resource library. The information industry and the education industry is booming and it's going to keep growing. So people aren't going on Instagram anymore for like, I want to feel good. They're like, I want to make change. I want to take action and I want to make a difference in my life. So in terms of creating content that converts, you want to create content that solves people's problems. So if your client struggles with, let's say they struggle with getting into a relationship, they struggle with dating, you and you're a dating coach or, or you help people with that, you need to post content that helps them learn how to date again, that helps them go on dates confidently. Because this is what will happen. Your ideal client will see that post and say, oh, she gets me. And then she's going to try that tip that you posted on your Instagram account. And she's going to be on that date and she'll feel that shift and she'll remember so-and-so's Instagram post. And then she'll DM you and say, oh my God, it worked. And then, you know, okay, then it goes from there. And then you do the sales process. The other types of content you want to post are expert positioning showing that you are the authority. What have you been through in your life that relates to your ideal client's life? Is it that you've gone through a divorce or you've gone through a really bad breakup? And so that puts you as the authority as to why you can help them date again. And then another little tangible tip that I, I just love this one is make your Instagram profile a literal library. So go out and interview other people in your industry that have your ideal client following them. Interview them on your profile, build a real community. And what this will do is bring ideal clients to your platform. Do not worry about, oh my God, are they going to steal my followers? Are my followers going to go buy from them? You want to think community over competition. If you're really there to serve your audience, then bring experts onto your page. And in doing so, that will get you more clients. Work. I <laughs> love that. Now, one last question for those, I'm thinking specifically in network marketing that are, that are looking at skincare, that are looking at hair care, that are looking at nutrition and body. What do you say to someone who doesn't feel like a quote unquote expert in that field? Results. So you want to use your own experiences that you've had with those products and share them online and do not post about the features of the product. Do not even post down to like the ingredients what's included in it. They don't, your ideal client customer doesn't care about that. They want to know that you went from like low energy, exhausted every day, anxiety to waking up excited about life, waking up excited to go to work, having time after your job to spend time and energy to spend time with your kids. That's what they care about. They don't care about the features of it. So if you're not a skincare expert. If you're not a supplement expert, that's okay. You don't need to go to school for it. You don't need a certification. I don't have a business or marketing degree and people still pay me a lot of money. It's the same thing for you. You just want to show them that you can help them get results with these products or with the service. Mike, motherfucking drop. 
I mean, if you take nothing else from this podcast, like that, I feel like I just got schooled on that too. So that was awesome. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Bridget, is there anything else that you feel like that female entrepreneurs need to hear that we haven't touched on? The only thing is plan. Stop looking at your business like this hobby, like this small business, like this side hustle, and actually put your focus into your business. Map out what are your posts for the week? What are your systems? What does your launch calendar look like? And in the moment, it might feel kind of arbitrary, like, why am I doing this? But when you're focused and intentional, universe will hear you. You're serious. And when you see the results from being intentional in your business and planning it, you'll be like, why wasn't I doing this before? Why wasn't it happening? Oh, so good. So good. So good. Bridget, where can we find you online and get all of your juicy tips and info? Yes, yes, yes. I'm all over Instagram at Bridget James Ling. I always have a link in bio, whether it's a freebie or a masterclass coming up, you can opt into those, get on my email list. I send out a ton of tangible tips on how to grow your online business, travel, manifest more money and clients. So you can find me there at Bridget James Ling. So delicious and juicy. One final question for you. If someone was to come up to you and they're like, Bridget, how do I live my life full out? What do you tell them? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's definitely have more dance parties and do the opposite of what everyone in the world is telling you to do. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.